Welcome to Local SEO Today. On this podcast, John Vong interviews business professionals and entrepreneurs in many fields to uncover challenges and successes in business ownership. Our goal is to provide you with insights into the entrepreneurship journey and give you tips and advice from real experience. Brought to you by Local SEO Search based in Toronto, Canada. Thank you for tuning in into Local SEO Today. Don't forget to subscribe and share this episode. Joining me today is the owner of CVO Acceleration and Arm5 Formula Company, Josh Marsden. He helps clients break free from one-size-fits-all digital approaches. Thanks for joining me, Josh. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it, John. Yeah, I'm excited to learn a little bit about your background, your history, and how you are known as today, what you are. And um, if you don't mind sharing a little bit, even bay, way back, uh, however far you want to uh, share and sure. share with the audience members, like what, what got you motivated to do what you do today? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, what I do today versus how I started, which was early 2013, your motivations probably have changed a little bit. But um, I first got started in early 2013 uh, because um, backstory was I was uh, working at a Fortune 500 company until early 2012, and I was fairly successful in that corporate realm. Uh, I was making about six figures a year. I, had, I was winning awards as a manager at this company, and the company was going through some changes and some, I guess you could say, threats to the business because of government regulations. And um, and I saw less and less and less opportunities uh, throughout 2011 and then 12, especially. And so that led me to making basically a big career move. Um, I had uh, some friends that I had worked with in the past that were working at a software company in the digital space, Infusionsoft, which you know a lot of people know. And um, I was uh, basically lured over. I was lured over to the company. And, uh, and so I said goodbye to, to the company I was at for seven years, went to that company. And um, when I was at Infusionsoft, it, it was a, it was a uni- unique experience. Um, you know, for one, it really kind of um, opened up my eyes to entrepreneurship and what people were doing to make money and build businesses and what they were selling. And, you know, just hearing the stories on the phone as I was connecting with business owners and hearing, you know, what they were selling and what they were doing to make money was just like, just, I was just mind blowing, you know, the entire time. I just was like, wow, okay. I was hearing, getting all these different ideas, you know, left and right. And uh, part of my job was also building relationships, not just with business owners that we were trying to sell Infusionsoft to, but part of my job was also to build relationships with referral partners that were out there representing Infusionsoft and uh, providing Infusionsoft services and selling Infusionsoft applications to companies and things like that. And so I was also hearing about those businesses too. And so towards the end of uh, 2012, um, I was unfortunately let go of Infusionsoft. Um, I don't think it had to do with performance because I was 108% to quota for the entire year. Um, I wasn't at the top, but I wasn't at the bottom. Uh, I think it just had to do with um, how I was aligning with my second manager at Infusionsoft because uh, I had switched managers at one point. And um, him and I actually knew each other for quite some time. He used to work at my previous, at the previous company that I used to work at. Um, and he, the way he was running the, the team, there was some things I just didn't agree with. Um, and it came out in my actions, even though I wasn't saying a whole lot, I wasn't like verbally being defiant. Uh, my actions were a little defiant and, um, and then, you know, he let me go. 
And so um, at, after that, I uh, was like, okay, well, I obviously need a job. You know, that was my first, you know, uh, thought. And so I immediately went and uh, reached out to my network, had some job opportunities uh, right away within 24 hours. Um, and I, I did say yes to that first one because it was okay. Um, but I kept going and I kept getting other job opportunities. But while I was doing that, I also used this opportunity, this gap to uh, go online and, uh, and start getting freelance work uh, as an Infusionsoft expert. Because when I was at the company, uh, I learned Infusionsoft. Um, and, it's just, and, and I wasn't even a tech guy. I wasn't uh, someone that was supposed to learn Infusionsoft. I was selling it. Um, but I just always have had a knack for tech. You know, I was building computers when I was 18. Uh, I did some programming in high school and also in college. Uh, I majored in business, you know, in my bachelor's and master's program. But, um, but I, you know, but I just had that knack, you know, for technology. And so I was able to skillfully uh, learn Infusionsoft and skillfully, skillfully use it and then skillfully deliver on those services. So I started to get some work, started to get some clients, started making some money and kind of validating that I could make money on my own and not depend on a company. And then I did start at another company, uh, maybe a few months after that, this was like early 2013. And um, as I started at this company, I had a few clients I was floating on the side, um, but I was really you know, focused on that new, new job. And um, that new job, um, I told them early on that I had a son who was three at the time and I'm a single dad. And uh, I told them that I had to pick up my son from preschool and leave about 5 p.m. one to three days a week. And after I told them that, they kind of gave me a little bit of a hard time and then escalated even uh, because they really wanted to have me there until like 7 p.m. Uh, from 7 a.m. They, they, they had a work hard, uh, party hard basically culture because a, a lot of those guys really partied on the weekends quite a bit. And, um, and so after three weeks of stringing the opportunity along and working at the company and, and going back and forth about my schedule with my son, uh, they finally gave me an ultimatum. And, um, and so I went into the weekend uh, after three weeks and that's when I really, really sat down and I really reflected on uh, the, the different directions that I could go in. You know, I could stay at this company, I could change my schedule. That wasn't really an issue. Um, his mother was supportive the entire time, but I didn't want to do that. You know, I didn't want to sacrifice time with my son. You know, that, that was the most important thing to me in my life. And so, you know, emotionally, I knew what my decision was, but logically I was still, you know, I, I still hadn't been sold. And so I logically sold it to myself and I sat down, made a very simple uh, spreadsheet on a piece of paper with two columns and three rows and the two companies and strengths and the weaknesses of the different paths that I could take. And I just dumped my brain thoughts into, you know, those categories. And after doing that, that gave me the, you know, the sense of, you know, confidence that I can do this. And, and it, it basically dissipated any fear that I had as well, because I had fallbacks in case things didn't work out in entrepreneurship. Um, but I was all in. And, um, and so that was how I started. Um, and then, you know, after that, uh, I kind of evolved, you know, my initial uh, agency, you know, and you know how it is in business, you pivot quite a bit, you change direction until you start seeing that momentum and start figuring things out. And, you know, you add layers to it and things like that. And initially, you know, I started as an Infusionsoft marketing services company, and then we evolved into uh, more of a uh, marketing funnel services company. And then we, involved, we evolved from there to an actual more full service 
uh, marketing agency with digital advertising and content marketing as well. And, and then we started to see a repeatable pattern, especially over the last two years um, in a strategy, a process, what companies need uh, in order to get the best possible results from digital advertising. And so that's how the on five formula, which is my methodology, that's how that came to be, uh, was because of the work we were doing with clients and the, the consistency we were seeing in, you know, different uh, characteristics in their marketing, different tactics, you know, different processes. And that's how I was able to, you know, really pinpoint what a typical e-commerce business needs in order to be able to maximize uh, their growth from digital advertising. Absolutely. So that's what, what brought me to today, you know, because, um, Sorry to cut you off, John. Um, I'll just, I'll finish this really quickly, but um, now, you know, I, I have a mentorship side of the business where I mentor companies um, and help them apply the on five formula. So this way they can see similar results in their e-commerce businesses. And then um, I just finished uh, selling half of my agency um, and we're no longer taking agency clients. We're actually moving more towards uh, really focusing on our in-house e-com brands uh, and also possibly even buying some brands or partnering up with brands and becoming their marketing team and scaling these brands into sellable assets with uh, the goal of selling them within 12 to 24 months. So that's what I'm doing now today. That's amazing. A, a couple questions there um, regarding your ideal type of client, like, you know, you do e-commerce and your type of agency focuses on buying under I, I guess, uh, performing e-commerce brands that um, you can actually grow and scale and get to a, a certain threshold to then sell again, right? But prior to acknowledging that, what kind of clients were you working with and what are you looking for today? Sure. Yeah, um, you know, for the mentorship side of the business, I think our, you know, it's kind of new because we started it late, like August of last year. And um, we're still pinpointing who the best, best fit really truly is. I mean, because we could provide value to someone that's just getting started to someone that's already making money in e-commerce. Um, but we're, you know, we, we want to really, really get specific in who, you know, the program is truly for. And at this point, we're finding that the program is really, really best for someone that has a brand, it's up and running, they're making money, um, in their direct-to-consumer brand. You know, they may have Amazon, they may have Walmart even, that might be doing well, but their direct-to-consumer brand is underperforming. Um, they're, but they're already making some money. They're, they're ideally making, you know, 10 to 50,000 uh, per, per month. Um, and of course they wanna scale, they wanna scale up to 100,000 plus per month. Uh, that's really the ideal company that we wanna work with in the um, R5 Formula Accelerator. And they also uh, wanna learn this stuff themselves or, or get their team to learn this stuff the, themselves, you know? And um, they also are, you know, super um, coachable, uh, you know, driven, they show up to calls, they're willing to put the work in. Um, and, you know, that, you know, cause we wanna make sure that we work with like the right companies and the right staff, whether it's the owner or whether it's the team that are gonna really meet us halfway because we give people three calls a week. There are group coaching calls on copy ads, strategy, you name it. Um, we give them access to templates. We give them access to training materials. We give them access to a, a lot to help them have that impact. So this way they can really scale their business. And we want to see a lot of successes coming out of that. And so part of it is companies like really, you know, meeting us, you know, halfway. Uh, so, you know, that those types of companies are not looking for done for you. You know, they want help um, and they want us 
basically over their shoulders, helping them figure this out and apply the ARM5 formula to their business so they can scale and get better results from their marketing and their advertising. On the um, brand scaling side, where we're essentially running the marketing for brands, that is done, done for you. Um, there's a, a, a number of things that we're kind of looking for there. For one, you know, similar type of business, you know, um, they're validated, they're making money, uh, they're not necessarily scaled up just yet, but they're making ideally at least 33,000 per month because we work on a revenue share model uh, with these types of businesses. And, um, and I've done the math that we need to have a company that has at least that in revenue per month to be a good fit for us. And um, they also don't have a marketing team. They want a marketing team. Uh, they want to partner up. Um, they are okay with giving autonomy to a marketing team to help them scale and to really collaborate with us as a partner, um, not as a boss, but a partner more so. And, um, and they also have the same goal. They want to sell their business uh, in 12 to 24 months, you know, on average. Um, so they align with our vision on that side of the business. So th that's what we're looking for on the partnership side of the business. That's amazing. And I'm sure you're fully on uh, digital ads to cultivate some of these leads right now. Um, how is that coming along? And are you, is it more organic in nature or are you actually aggressively looking right now? Yeah, you know, on the partnership side, we're not aggressively looking yet. Um, you know, we have our own in-house brands and we have legacy agency clients currently. So our bandwidth is focused on that stuff at the moment. Um, we, we've, I already have kind of planned out quarter to quarter how many partner brands we want to take on. And right now we're looking for one. Um, that's it. So we don't have like, we're not trying to get a bunch because uh, we can only handle so much. And um, so we're not driving lead. We're not driving traffic into that. Um, and, but on the accelerator side, we have been you know, getting leads, getting book calls basically daily, uh, at least one every single day for the past month. Um, so we've been getting, you know, companies that want to work with us on that side of the business pretty consistently at this point. Okay. And then where do you want to go with it, all this? Because it seems like you have the coaching, you have your brands that you want to keep selling and growing and, um, yeah. you know, liquidating, but you know, what's your vision like? Because I know you have a younger son as well. And, you know, where do you see yourself in the next couple of years? Like what's your kind of goals looking like? <laughs> uh, big goals. Um, so for one, I want to retire by the time I'm 45. Um, and how and old I'm, are you right now, Josh? <laughs> I'm turning 40 later this year. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I'm turning 40, you know, later this year, but I want to, basically, I I'm not going to stop working. I know that, but I just want to be in a position where I don't have to work. I work because I want to, um, and I've got assets and I've got, you know, passive revenue and passive income, I should say, and things like that, you know, and properties and things like that. So I've got a big vision. Um, you know, uh, I want to sell brands uh, and make a hundred million in the next three years, uh, econ brands. I want to scale the uh, accelerator, the coaching side of the business. Uh, I can't remember the exact revenue number, but I have it in a Google doc where I essentially wrote out the entire vision, but we have plans to really, really scale that thing over the next three years and impact a lot of e-commerce businesses and and also expand our coaching team. We're kind of following the Tony Robbins model a little bit in, in his coaching business and how he has lots of coaches underneath him and things like that. Um, we definitely want to adopt some of that in that business. 
Um, and, you know, I want to own properties in different places around the world. So this way I can bounce between, say, snowboarding and surfing. <laughs> so, and, you know, I want to have a family, you know, I want to be able to settle down and, uh, you know, have maybe one more kid at some point in my life. So, you know, that's what my vision is over the next uh, three years, actually. That's amazing. I mean, at least you're crystal clear on what you want and you already have a plan in place. It's now let's make it happen, right? So you have a team, right. seems like right. you you're very focused and you got things in order, especially now that you've have experience and you had success over last couple of years, realizing what you want, right? Yeah. Um, were there people in, uh, inspirational to you during this time of growth, uh, last maybe last couple of years or prior to it, um, yeah. to really get you really focused on how to position yourself, strategically think and get you more clarity into intent uh, for where yeah, you want to be. Totally, totally. You know, I, I've been super blessed, super fortunate to uh, be around some awesome people over my entrepreneur journey. I mean, I can give so many different shout outs uh, right now. Um, but, um, you know, I would say that people that have really inspired me have been like mentors, um, you know, uh, Ryan Dice and Roland Frazier and the digital marketer team, you know, the leadership team. Those were probably my first real mentors that I had. Um, and, you know, I was fortunate enough to have that connection pretty early on in late 2014 uh, off of a very calculated risk that I took, um, investing 10 grand that I did not have at the time um, to really become one of their first 12 certified partners. Um, and then after that, you know, um, I'd say that mentors have been like Ryan Levesque being in his highest level mastermind and um, learning from him, learning from others in the group because uh, he had a very just top-notch group with some incredible, successful entrepreneurs where I was like, I don't want to say the dumbest because I wasn't, but I was the dumbest person in the room <laughs> in a way, meaning that, you know, I just had a lot to learn. That doesn't mean I'm dumb, just means that I'm you know, not as experienced in business and success as a lot of people in the room. And it was just a great room to be in, you know, in the year that I was in, you know, that group. Um, and then, you know, since then, you know, I've also uh, been privileged to, Call guys like Patch Baker, uh, who is a very successful uh, former veteran entrepreneur that uh, made 162 million last year, which is very inspirational, as you can imagine. And um, Alvi Bilson, who is right now, you know, my mentor over the last two years now. That I've been his uh, scale mastermind as well. So anyway, I'm giving a few shout outs, but those are the people, those are probably like um, the key, you know, mentors, leaders that have really kind of influenced me and opened up my eyes, you know, and, and have, have helped me and supported me over the years. But I've had so many other people too, that those are just the people, the people I mentioned are really the people that I've invested in for the most part, except for Patch. Patch has been awesome just being a, you know, a fellow veteran and supporting me and mentoring me, you know, ever since I met him about a year and a half ago or so. Um, but, you know, I've been really, really blessed, honestly, to uh, have so many connections to so many great people that are also awesome, successful entrepreneurs as well. That's amazing. Is there any traits that you can think of that really make you, like when you talk to entrepreneurs that have kind of been in your shoes or people that you look up to, is there one or two skill set or traits that you always think of or they always say that you need to be successful? Hmm. Yeah, I hear you. Um, 
Well, I, I think that, you know, for one, there's a few things, you know, this is kind of fresh in my head because I wrote uh, some copy last night um, and I sent this out to my audience. But uh, for one, you just have to be 100% all in, you know, all in. And, you know, it's funny because I recently was on the roof and uh, I live in a, a nice apartment complex and on the roof we have a spa and a barbecue and uh, fire pits and things like that. And uh, I was on the roof. I was literally on there just laying down, reading a book. And, um, and then a neighbor came up to me that I've seen several times, but I have never had a conversation with. And, um, and all of a sudden we talked for like an hour and, um, and I find out that he is like this really, really successful entrepreneur. And he's had, he's made, he's had, he has like 106 million to his name and he just invested hundred million into something. And he's hoping to turn it into like 1.2 billion. And I'm just like blown away the entire time. Just listening, asking questions, being a sponge, you know, and just uh, using my ears, not my mouth. And, um, and he said, you have to be all in, like, um, no matter what you do, what you choose to do, you have to be all in. And, um, and so I think that that's a key trait to be successful is you have to be 100% like all in. Besides that, you know, you just have to, you know, master the, um, you know, the, the challenge of the mind, you know, um, I, I've really learned this over the last few years. I, I didn't really realize that up until maybe two years ago now, but um, you really have to master how, how you um, lead and manage your brain, because otherwise your brain will lead and manage you. Meaning that, you know, the brain goes into that fear or flight mode all the time by itself. And um, entrepreneurship is full of fear. You know, there's, even after you hit success, there's still fear. Um, there's just, there's so much stress that can come out of that if you can't manage your brain properly. And, you know, I've been a big, um, practitioner now of meditation and reading and journaling and things like that over the last two years. And I feel like that's been like something that's really pushed me over the last two years and helped me really stay sane and, you know, uh, also just be happy, you know, as I experience all the stresses that we experience as business owners. Uh, so that's one thing. And then another thing is just discipline. Um, you know, there's, you know, there's times where I work where I maybe would rather do other things, you know, but, um, but I have discipline and, you know, um, I, I exude it and I exhibit it, you know, whenever I need to, to be, be able to get what needs to be done, done. Um, whether it's the weekend, whether it's the evening, you know, you name it. And, um, and there's sacrifices you have to make with that, but that's, that's what it takes. You have to be all in. And um, if you want to be successful, if you want to create, you know, the vision that you have for yourself, you know, there's no other choice. You just have to do it because um, actions speak loudest. That's awesome. I love it. And it sounds like you're so focused and it's intentful, right? And when you are able to like have that mind clarity, right? Understanding like even reflection, being able to meditate and have perspective of all aspects of your life being able to have that will to, you know, rest, but then listen to people because absorbing connections is huge, right? Understanding yeah. that there's so many smarter people that can give you wisdom. It's you yeah. seeking it out and being okay to be vulnerable. Let people in on your situation as well and absorb because the more connections you have, that's the only way you can build a, a better life for yourself, right? To yeah. aspire for more, to look at what you don't have and maybe want to have a little bit more of right um yeah. but eventually it sounds like you know if you are what what does success mean to you because it seems like yeah having all these homes in different countries making earning all this having passive income having 
is that going to be successful for you or what is it that triggers that? Yeah, you know, it's such a great question, uh, John. I really, really love that question because, you know, at the end of the day, what's most important in life isn't all those things. It's love and connection, you know, in my opinion. And, um, you know, those things are things, you know, you don't need those things, you know, you can live a great life without all those things. Um, so, I mean, happiness to me isn't having those things. It's, um, to me, it's, you know, taking care of my son, you know, raising him and, you know, um, making sure that he's prepared for life and making sure that, you know, he attacks life when he has the opportunity to go after his own goals. Um, also, it's in, um, you know, maintaining great relationships with people in my life that I care about, that I love, friends, family. Um, you know, it's also about, you know, maybe creating your own family, you know, um, being able to, uh, you know, be the leader of your, your clan, you know, your tribe, you know, being the lion, so to speak. Um, you know, those things is to me what I envision as real happiness. And then also making impacts on others. Like I have some nonprofits that I really want to put some time, some energy into and some money into. Um, once, once some of this stuff starts to really like blossom. So, you know, it's because that's really what it's about. It's about you know, leaving an impact on the people around you and your relationships. That's what life and happiness truly is all about, in my opinion. Yeah, it sounds like you're on the right footing because that foundation piece, once you have clarity on what's going to make you happy, it's not the stuff, but it's more about like, yes, relationships, family, um, experiences, people that you want to impact, that you look up to, you respect, and you want to yep. help out the more you give. Um, and I've been very fortunate myself like inspired by just being here in the western culture right like having the ability to now embrace third world countries and understand how other people live like you yep. having access and having information knowledge insight and then understanding perspective wise how other people are living and if you can just make a small difference in their lives it's going to yep. be a huge impact in what they can potentially do, especially if it's knowledge and insight. Like education has always been at the top of my, you know, realm of success, right? Like learning, absorbing information from books or conferences or people or mentors, coaches, communities, you name it. Just getting out there and reaching out, asking for advice, because if you're waiting for things to happen, good luck. You're never going to get anything, right? But if you're nope. seeking it out and people can feel that you have energy and you have excitement and you want to learn because you're a sponge, right? And you want, you're, you're just passionate. They will want to help you achieve it. It's just, that's how the life work, we, we all operate, right? Totally, yeah, I love that, absolutely. So that's all amazing. So final thoughts, Josh, how can sure. some of the people get a hold of you, reach out to you? Um, you know, what, what would you like to leave with at the end? Sure. Um, you know, uh, I would, you know, feel free to get in touch with me directly. Uh, you could shoot me an email at uh, josh at uh, arm5formula.com. Um, that's what we're transforming to right now. And we're going to be having a brand launch very soon with that new brand and, you know, kind of leaving the old CVO Acceleration Agency brand behind. Um, or you could just, you know, uh, give the office a call, uh, 480-569-3131, you know, here in the United States. So area code one. Um, or if you just want to, you know, follow me on Instagram, I'm somewhat active on Instagram. Um, it's a Joshua A. Marsden. 
so, you know, I'll, I'll give you the link. You could put it, you know, in the comments, whatever the case may be. But yeah, I mean, I, I love to help, you know, connect. I love to inspire, you know, and, um, you know, I love to, you know, give valuable content um, on Instagram and also in, on other channels that I manage as well. Amazing. Well, really appreciate your time, Josh. I know I respect people that give me opportunity to uh, share. Like you gave some great nuggets there. Um, so thanks a lot. And um, I'm going to have all your details in the show notes. So don't worry, listeners. And again, thanks a lot for being on our show today, Josh. Awesome. Hey, John. Hey, thanks, man. You know, I love the questions. Uh, you know, you're a great guy. You know, feel the energy, you know, every time we connect. And, you know, it's great to connect with you. And you know, thank you so much for having me on the show. I appreciate it, man. No problem. Thanks a lot, Josh. Thank you for listening to our latest podcast. Please subscribe to Local SEO Today and tune in to our next episode.